Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. Today we enter the fourth and final week of our Advent journey. It's been wonderful to travel with you this month. Christmas will soon be upon us, but what a different Christmas it will be. Charles Ortloff and I have been discussing this very thing, addressing the question of, how do we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world? So far in our journey, we've looked at hope, God's hope in Christ Jesus. We've also looked at joy, the joy found in Christ that takes us to the end of the most challenging stories where all will be well. And last week, we looked at peace, at finding an inner peace within the externals of life if Christ is by our side. This week, as we conclude our journey, we'll look at the question, where do we find God's love this Christmas? In a moment, Charles will share a story about the Horatio and Anna Spafford family. Part of their story centers around a well-known hymn called, It Is Well With My Soul. Listen to the first verse and chorus of this song. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul is one of my favorite hymns, especially so because of the story behind it. It was written by Horatio Spafford. Though a wealthy and successful man, he and his wife Anna had more than their share of suffering. The couple had five children, four daughters, and a son. In 1870, their only son died at the age of four. In 1871, a massive fire swept through Chicago, destroying many of the Spafford's properties. Despite their own losses, they assisted those in need. In 1873, Anna and the four daughters crossed the Atlantic for a holiday, their vessel was struck by another ship. Almost 300 people lost their lives, including their four daughters. But somehow Anna was saved. She was found unconscious, floating on a plank of wood. Horatio immediately set out for England himself to be with Anna. But when his ship came to the spot where his daughters all died, Horatio went to his cabin and wrote, It is well with my soul. The hymn begins with the words, When peace like a river attendeth my way. Later, Anna told her pastor, God gave me four daughters. Now they've been taken from, from me. Someday I will understand. As the days and weeks went by in her grief and despair, 
she heard a soft voice speaking to her. You were saved for a purpose. Anna gave birth to three more children, but once again their only boy died at four. In August 1918, the Spaffords left America for Jerusalem, where they served the needy, helped the poor, cared for the sick, and took in homeless children. Both Horatio and Anna are buried in Jerusalem. Bertha Spafford Vesper, daughter of Horatio and Anna, continued the work among the needy. What a powerful story of the Spafford family, from tragedy to a life of service. But there seem to be some missing pieces in this story. How did they move from their grief and all that they endured to lives of service and love for others? We know what happened to the Spafford family, but we don't know how it happened. They experienced deep grief and suffering, and they came out of it on the other side with a deep love for others. We might have expected them to be angry, bitter, or at least numb, but they are filled with a passion to love the world. I'm reminded of Psalm 23. David speaks of his own bitter suffering, even though I walk through the darkest valley. You are with me. And then he describes life after encountering God in his darkest moment. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all my day. Psalm 23 is not an exception to the rule of how life works. It is the rule. In our lowest moments, we are most open to seeing God for who God is. The one who stands with us and weeps. The one who has gone before us in all our suffering. The one who fills up our hearts with a love so deep and so great. Our cup, too, overflows with love. Is this what happened to the Spafford family? To me, it is the most reasonable answer, and I believe it is the most reasonable answer for us as well in this season of COVID and Christmas. The Spafford family's story and David's in Psalm 23 invite us to think of our lowest moments differently, to walk through them, to expect Christ to show up for us too, to weep with us, to hold us to heal our wounded hearts. And finally, with hearts overflowing with love, to send us out again to love his world. Let's think about this together during some moments of quiet. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. Go to a low place in your life now. What is that like for you? See Jesus near you. 
What does he say? What does he do? What do you do? Can you feel the love that holds and supports you? Stay with this image of love. Let it fill your heart. We'll be back with you in about two minutes. Take one more minute to see the Spaffords and David in the loving embrace of Christ. See yourself in that same loving embrace in all times of your life, but especially in times of great suffering. Return to this image of love as often as you need until your heart is filled until you are ready to go and love your world.
I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out. In and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. Today we send you with this powerful image of being held in the loving embrace of Christ as you walk through the most difficult moments of your life. Christ stands with you, weeps with you, holds you, and loves you, and loves you, and loves you some more until your heart is overflowing with love and you are ready to go out to love and serve the world. On Wednesday of this week, we take another look at experiencing God's love in some of our darkest moments. We will look at the story of the birth of the Christ child, especially noting his great love for us that caused him to become one of us in all of our weaknesses and sufferings. And in a second bonus episode on Friday, the final episode of our Advent journey, we'll talk about how the theme of God's love for us shows up in our own lives. Join us on both Wednesday and Friday as we conclude our journey exploring the experience of hope, joy, peace, and love as we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I, dot com, slash Looking Within Podcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. If you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Your financial contributions make this ministry possible. To give, visit Gloria-Day, dot com, slash giving. Thank you for your support. And we'll see you next time.